Hello, Light Anglers. Today is February 1st. My name is Jack, and welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'll be spending the next 5 to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world and incorporating scripture into it. Before we get into today's topic, just a quick reminder, please be sure to leave a five-star review, rate, like, subscribe, and whatever, whatever else you can do for us on the platform you're using to listen to the show. Here in The Light Angle, we try not to focus on the left or right angles, but rather try to find the light angle. We want to spread the good news of our King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and use that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. Your five-star review and sharing of this show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the Word of God. All right, so today we're going to talk about the institution of medicine. Mm-hmm. If you remember last week, I talked about a guy um, who was trying to get a heart transplant. He was good to go. He's at the top of the list. And then they said, you got to have a COVID vaccine. And he said, no way, Jose. And uh, then they took his heart away. But they did now update to the story. They gave him some kind of machine or something that, you know, well, work for another five years. So he's good to go in the short term. So, but now we have two more articles on something similar. So this first one is from the dailymail.co.uk. UK. Uh, and just so you know, Daily Mail kind of picks and chooses their own truth. So, you know, I feel as though they left some information out of the story. I'm just going to read the highlights, but uh, a North Carolina man is denied life-saving kidney transplant despite offers from 100 prospective donors because he refuses to get a COVID-19 vaccination required for the operation. Chad Carswell, who's 38 years old, believes strongly that the vaccine should be a choice. He's had six heart attacks is a double amputee and undergoes dialysis three times a week. He believes his two previous COVID infections provide enough immunity. Atrium Health of Wake Forest Baptist says it's following national care standards. Carswell told the DailyMail.com he's looking into other hospitals for the surgery. So right off the bat, as I read, you know, those, you know, five bullets, uh, he's 38 He's had six heart attacks, is a double amputee, and undergoes dialysis three times a week. So automatically, you think that this guy has some some issues going on, right? He's uh, what happened? What what is what's wrong with him? Um, and then on top of that, he's had COVID twice. So there's there's so many questions here, and unfortunately, folks, none of these questions I'm asking are answered in this article. I'll save you the boredom of reading through it, uh, but they kind of paint this guy as a, as a loony, but the fact of the matter is, is what he, what he actually is. When you look him up, he is a air force veteran. He lost both of his legs. He's also a bodybuilder. This dude is, he's one of those people that has no neck. Uh, he's just a very solid guy, especially his legs. Cause they're titanium, but I mean, he's just a big dude. I mean, you look at him, see the pictures of him in the gym and stuff. He's in pretty good shape. Why has he had two heart attacks? The article never says. They don't even mention that, you know, he how he lost his legs or anything like that. Uh, they just, you know, like to point out, you know, the negatives and not give any answers or solutions for him. But it, the worst part of this whole article is that Carswell is a Christian. It's mentioned in the end of the article in only one line. Uh, And he adds, he says, he was born free and he'll die free and he's not changing his mind. I'm sorry, I 
swiped past the article where he talks about his faith. But um, I just thought that was interesting that this article about this guy, they highlight all of the negatives, don't give any explanation to any of them. And the one huge glaring positive in my mind is, you know, his faith in Christ. They don't, they don't say anything about it. Uh, so anyway, he's not allowed to get a uh, new kidney. Oh, and also something else that they bring up at the bottom. He's had over almost 100 people donate, offer to donate their kidneys. The problem is finding a surgeon to put that kidney in them. I'm sure if he heads down to Alabama, six pack of beer and somebody with a sharp knife will take care of that. I'm kidding, Alabamans. <laughs> uh, that was funny though. All right. So going to the next article, this is from South Carolina. Upstate man removed from organ transplant list after declining to get COVID-19 vaccine. So this is from Greenville, South Carolina. Um, not the same guy we just read about in North Carolina. Uh, it says an upstate man has declared inactive, has been declared inactive on a kidney transplant transplant list after he said he has no plans to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Jason Wilson of Eastley has had kidney failure since he was 10. For a while, his condition approved. But about two years ago, he began dialysis and was placed on MUSC Health's list for a kidney transplant. It was November 1st that he got the letter from the health system that said he would be moved to an active status if he didn't get COVID-19 vaccine by January 1st. If you do not wish to be vaccinated, we will move you to an active status until we are able to verify proof of completed vaccination, it read in part. Wilson said there was an effort to get him uh, aboard. Right before they moved me to inactive, I got a phone call from a manager down there at MUSC, and she had asked me what it was going to take. What could they do to make me get the shot? And I said, at this time, there's nothing you can say, Wilson said. A spokesperson shared a statement with WYFF News 4 on the policy. MUSC Health is a part of a growing number of transplant centers who are making the same requirement due to the overwhelming evidence of improving improving patient outcomes post-transplant for those who are vaccinated. I'm going to pause there. I have not seen or heard any overwhelming evidence of the COVID vaccines improving patients' outcomes. In fact, I haven't even seen evidence that the vaccination works because <laughs> people are still getting COVID. They're still in the hospital. In fact, something that is proven is that more people are actually in the hospital with COVID that have been vaccinated than are not. So... I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm missing something here. Anyway, angle the light dot at angle the light at gmail.com. If you have any uh, input on that, maybe you have some information that I'm not aware of. I'd be happy to share it on the show if you want to share that with me. But anyway, moving on. Uh, so the article goes on and, um, it, well, it's basically, you know, him explaining more about why he says uh, he doesn't want to get it. He says, I know for me right now, I got a little bit of working room to kind of hold up to see what happens in the future. He said, I see it as so unethical. I see it as inhumane. And I do believe that it's unconstitutional. Uh, so it's interesting. We're hearing more and more about these folks not wanting to get the vaccination who need medical care, who need some type of organ. And in some cases they have plenty of organs to choose from, but nobody will help him put it in them, I guess. So I just thought that was interesting. Two separate articles, two different people, same issue, same one last week. And here we go. So this is probably not going to get better, unfortunately. 
And then I have one more article I want to share with you. This one is, I couldn't not share this article with you. It just, it blows my mind. I know we talked last week about the Holocaust and Holocaust Remembrance Day. Well, this is from Fox News uh, and it came out yesterday. The View host, Whoopi Goldberg, claims Holocaust, Holocaust wasn't about race. Yeah. Yeah, I. she said it wasn't. Well, let me read this for you. ABC's The View co-host Whoopi Goldberg declared the Holocaust was not about race, despite the systematic killing of an estimated 6 million Jews, leading to sharp criticism of the outspoken liberal. The daytime gap vest was in the midst of a conversation about a Tennessee school district voting to remove a Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel about the Holocaust from its curriculum due to inappropriate language and an illustration of a nude woman. Moss by Art Spiegelman tells the story of the Jewish parents living in 1940s Poland and depicts him interviewing his father about his experience as a Holocaust survivor. In a Navarro, mention a Florida bill that would prevent any conversation in schools that makes students feel uncomfortable, race or gender, prompting Sonny Hostin to ponder if teaching students about topics like the Holocaust could eventually be prohibited. The Holocaust isn't about race, Goldberg said as her co-host appeared stunned. Yeah, as they should. No, it's not about race, Goldberg continued. Joy Bear said, well, they're considered Jews a different race. <laughs> it's not about race, Goldberg reiterated. What's it about, Bear asked. It's about man's inhumanity, inhumanity to man. That's what it's about, Goldberg said. But it's about white supremacists going after Jews and gypsies, Navarro said, as Goldberg attempted to speak over her. But these are two white groups of people, Goldberg said, as her colleagues disagreed. She was told Nazis didn't consider Jewish people to be white, but continued with her point nonetheless. You're missing the point, Goldberg insisted. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, cause black or white, cause black, white, Jews, Italians, everybody eats each other. No, it doesn't even make sense to me. Goldberg was, huh, she was beat up online for her take as Nazi Germany leader Adolf Hitler believed in a master race and attempted the complete elimination of the Jewish race in Europe. One writer said Goldberg's statement perfectly captured the absolute ignorance of the non-Jewish world. Encouraged by the mainstream media, when it comes to understanding the Holocaust, adding Goldberg should open a blank book. Fill in the blank. So, uh, yeah, I just, when I saw that, I was like, well, I got to share this. This is just beyond, I mean, this is, this is the direction a large group of people in our world are going They're, I mean, they're rambling on tangents that don't make any sense are completely are false. And unfortunately, some of these people, they have a micro, some even have a TV show. Who's watching this show folks. If you're watching whatever show this is, the view, if you're watching that, shame on you. All right. Stop doing it. All right. So what does the Bible say about all this craziness in this world? Well, Romans 12, two says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Let me break it down for you. If you watch the view, stop watching the view and start thinking about things that are good and acceptable and perfect. All right. Sorry. 
getting low, low upset. <sighs> Let's not be upset. All right. Pray with me, y'all. Father God, thank you for your word, which reminds us not to fear the world and all its craziness, but to have faith in you and encourages us to look for your will, which is always good, acceptable, and perfect. As we go on this journey, give us courage and clarity to ensure we stay on track and help us remain focused in serving you and others. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, Light Anglers, that is it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light and darkness. <laughs>